Welcome to the Freedom Revolution Station. I am your host, Natasha Miller, author of the book, Is Freedom Your Reflection in the Mirror? Eight Steps to Overcoming Trauma. And your freedom coach here to guide you to healing from trauma and freedom from fear. Today is Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. And our topic for today is Overcoming Glass Ceilings Part 2. Last week during Part 1, we we um, went over the first three of the four steps to overcoming glass ceilings of the mind. Today, we're going to go over the final step of that and four additional steps to overcoming glass ceilings in your life. So first, we're starting off with the internal work before we move on to the external work. So a quick review of what we covered during part one. Glass ceilings exist in your life because they live in your mind. Glass ceilings are lies. To overcome glass ceilings of the mind, you must engage in introspection. The actor process of looking into oneself. Self-examination. The following are four steps for unlocking glass ceilings of your mind with introspection. Number one, expose the lies. We talked about how you, um, with exposing the lies, you're searching for the roots of your belief system that create glass ceilings in your mind. Step two, combat lies with truth. Now that you've discovered the lies of your belief system, it's time to replace each lie with the truth, which is the word of God. Step three, transform your mind and in turn, transform your belief system. Engage in the process of transformation and the renewing of your mind to align your belief system with the truth of God. So those are the first three steps that we covered last week. Now let's move on to the new information. Step four, implement a new strategy. So now that you've gone through the process of introspection to expose the lies and then um, find the truth to replace the lies and then transformation process of renewing your mind to take on the new belief system that's grounded and rooted in the truth. Now you have to seek for a new strategy to implement. This is the transformation. This is the transitional step, I should say, that's taking you out of the internal work of overcoming the glass ceilings of your mind and into the external work. So now that I've done the internal work, what is the new strategy that I should be implementing to so that the work that I've done internally can manifest in my circumstances and my life externally? See Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 through 19. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So you want to seek the Lord for a new strategy. Write it down. And then implement it. Seek. So seek the Lord, asking him, inquiring um, for a new strategy. Listen to get it. Write it down when he speaks 
And then take action. Don't just leave it on paper to collect dust. Take action. So let's move into the um, last four steps. There's additional four steps. These are four practical applications to get you moving in the, um, into breaking the glass ceilings of your life. Now that we've already broken those of the mind. Okay, so step one, get clear about the desires of your heart. Clarity, clarity, clarity. Get clear about the desires of your heart. A lot of times we're pretty much taught to, you know, sit down, write our goals, determine what we want in our life and this, that, and other. And then we tend to take those things in prayer and ask God to endorse all that we've written down. But how often do we actually actually go to prayer first and ask God what we should write down? So do that. Psalm 37, 4. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Take the light in his presence to obtain the desires of your heart. Get clear about the desires of your heart that he has given you, that he has purposed for your life. Step two, write the vision as a strategic plan with measurable steps. Okay, so write the vision, not just the vision of the outcome, but also include a strategic plan that's going to take you from where you are now to the outcome, to the manifestation of the vision with measurable steps in that process so you can see that you're progressing, that you're accomplishing small goals within that big goal, that you're moving toward the vision. See Habakkuk 2, verses 2 and 3. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. This reminds me of a book, the movie I just recently saw, Widows. And um, the, the one of the widows was able to move forward with a plan that her husband outlined before he, he um, died. Because he wrote it out so specifically, he had it so detailed that even though she wasn't, she was oblivious, totally ignorant of it before his death, that she was actually able to follow all of the steps and manifest the vision after his death. So that's, that's what it means to write a vision very clearly as a strategic plan with um, measurable steps. Step three, keep an open mind to learn and a willingness to take calculated risks. Keep an open mind to learn. See Proverbs 15, 22. Without counsel, plans go wrong, but with many advisors, they succeed. So you want to um, always keep an open mind to learn from others, those who have gone on to do the things that's successful and the things that you want to do, or even to sharpen your skills, like go back, take a course or a class and stuff to be on top of your game. And then be, have a willingness to take calculated risks. See Luke 14, 28. 
For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether you have enough to complete it. So you want to um, know the details and take calculated risk. And calculated risk are more so like risk that's, that um, will fold more so in your favor if things don't go as planned. All right, and then the last one, step four, never tell yourself that the vision for the manifestation of your heart desires cannot or will not happen because that closes your mind. Instead, always ask yourself, how can it happen? So whenever you come up against challenges, discouragement, failure, setbacks, ask yourself, how can it happen? By asking yourself inquisitive questions to make the vision come to pass, you keep your mind, ears, eyes open and alert to new ideas, resources, and partnerships that the Lord places before your path. So when you're asking yourself how, you're opening your mind to think of innovative, creative ideas and to be um, aware of when those ideas come in your path, like it's, it's looking for ways to, it's looking for the how basically it's looking for solutions to the problems that you're up, up against. So always ask yourself, how can it happen? Okay. So let's just do a quick review that, that pretty much, um, covers all of our content for today for overcoming glass ceilings part two. So let's do a quick review. Overcoming glass ceilings. Glass ceilings exist in your mind, in your life, because they live in your mind. <laughs> so the following, so we have four steps to unlocking glass ceilings of your mind. Step one, expose the lies. Step two, combat the lies with truth. Step three, transform your mind. And step four, implement a new strategy. Because we know that glass ceilings exist in, in your life because they live in your mind. Now that you've gone through the steps to overcoming glass ceilings of your mind, the next following four steps are application steps, practical steps for you to overcome glass ceilings in your life. Externally, now that you've done the work internally. Step one, get clear about the desires of your heart. Step two, write the vision as a strategic plan with measurable steps. Step four, keep an open mind to learn and a willingness to take calculated risks. And step four, oh, that was step three. This is step four, the final one. Never tell yourself that the vision for the manifestation of your heart's desires cannot or will not happen. No matter how tough the challenges or problems that you come up against art. Instead, always ask yourself, how can it happen? So to be more inclined for the solutions that you need. That concludes our message for today. This is your Freedom Coach, Natasha Miller, signing off until next Tuesday. Be blessed, beautiful people. Peace and freedom to you all.